Welcome to Boys and Brunch. This is the show where we expose everything going down on the timeline. And uh, speaking of the timeline, ours is broken up into chapters. So if you're watching this on replay, jump straight to the story that you want to hear. Uh, today, we're talking about Kirk Franklin. Um, sorry, let me turn my mic down just a tiny bit. It looks like it's okay. They were talking about Kirk Franklin <laughs> speaking out against homophobia in the church, talking about Justin Timberlake's uh, apology to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. Uh, we are going to get into the conclusion of the Gorilla Glue Girl uh, saga. <laughs> and uh, we're going to end off talking about cyber cheating. I'm Jared D. King. I am joined by my co-host, Brandon Harris-Williams and Marcus Haynes. Hello, guys. We are also joined by a special guest host uh, who's a YouTube vlogger, a podcaster, and a content creator, Andrea Mandavi. Hello. I, I hope I said your name right. You did. <laughs> is it Andrea? Okay. Good, good, good. All right. So, uh, Andrea, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do? Okay, well, I am a YouTuber. I started YouTubing back in 2013 just to document my transition and everything. And then it just spurred out of that into you know, talking about hot topics and stuff going on that I was experiencing. And then after that, I decided to create a podcast with my siblings called Something with Siblings. So that's a little <laughs> bit about myself. Okay, I love it. I love it. So um, how has how has your journey been as far as podcasting and everything? How's that been? Um, it's been kind of difficult but it's been also really good as far as like getting through all the technical difficulties i've had trouble with being used to doing the whole podcasting thing but as far as the content the content's always there yeah 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 i've seen i've seen some of the content so it's definitely it's definitely something to watch so i want everybody to go give andrea a subscribe on youtube and check out her podcast and everything uh, i want to say hello to connected focused i see you guys in the chat um andrea what are you drinking today I am drinking me some sweet pixel. Oh yes. Okay. It was Very nice. for <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I ended up getting a big bottle of something yesterday too, because I'm like, I don't feel like going out next week to get another bottle of anything. I just let me just have it here. <laughs> um so Marcus, let me come to you. What's uh what's been going on with you? Give us a quick update. Stress. <laughs> oh no! Oh Lord! I actually am probably gonna be like as soon as as soon as this is over, I'm gonna go back to writing because I have a chapter due tomorrow, and yay, so much mm, fun. Um, but yeah, so that's really been like my main focus. So I'm not even really gonna be like drinking real heavy today because I got work to do. But you know, <laughs> I still showed up to be happy and enjoy the brunch. I put on my Valentine's colors and all these things. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so what are you drinking today? So like I said, I'm not even, I was originally going to have some dark liquor, but no. <laughs> so I just ended up just going back to just a regular mimosa, drinking the last of this. Um, okay. Good, good, good. All right. Well, maybe we, you know, we get into some of these topics. You might want to break out that brown liquor anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that may happen. Listen. <laughs> we'll have to see. Uh, Brandon, what's going on with you? Um. Nothing. I did not want to get out of my bed today. I just really wanted to like Sunday. I just really wanted to stay in and relax. Um, that's about it. Busy. I'm like trying to discreetly kind of maneuver my shoulders because I'm writing and like my whiteboards are full behind me. Um, <laughs> what else is going on? I think that's about it. I think that's okay. about it. 
feel like I'm still waking up, but <laughs> um, what am I drinking? Corona Extra, praise God. All right, very nice. Yeah, that's very the nice. <laughs> put, it, put it in the wine glass, I mean, the glass like my girl Tammy Roman used to do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, class it up a little, right? <laughs> uh, as far as me, I mean, my for my update, so I don't know if you guys have ever, I don't know if you guys watch anime. Um, I know Marcus, you, you, you may, right? Do you watch anime? I dabble. So anyway, if y'all don't know what that is, it's <laughs> Japanese animation. And I was watching this show called The Promised Neverland on Netflix. Oh. And it was really good. I got really into it. I kind of finished it in like two days. Um, but I got really disappointed at the last episode. So they had like oh. one. So you know how hard it is to have like black characters in anime, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we had one. And she was like the villain. She was like one of the villains, and she was like crazy as a bat. But I was just like, whatever. <laughs> so I let that slide because she was an interesting character, whatever. And then we get to like the last episode, and I'm so fired up about this. And then there's like I don't know some background character who apparently has been there the whole time. And this you know this like this little girl. She's a black girl, and they called her by name, and they said, "Hey, Jemima." So. <laughs> Yo, I was pissed. I was like, "Why y'all gonna do this to me on the last episode?" Now I can't. <laughs> I was so conflicted. So yeah, that was my that was how my week started. I should say because I think I did this. I think that was last Sunday. Um, but yeah, yeah, and uh, so I'm drinking a sparkling rosé. No, you need to drink after that. Praise, amen. I'm glad you have some liquor. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Look, I went out last night. I was like, I need to have something because I don't want y'all dragging me today. Right. And I saw your tweet talking about you were already drinking it. I was like, wait, is something going to be it's left in the morning? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I still have some left over. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you guys out there to the bourgeois, if you hear anything you like, give us a like, give us a thumbs up. Um, you know, I need, we need thumbs up on the YouTube videos. Cause you, you know, if I have only four thumbs up and I get one thumbs down, then that kind of kills me in the algorithm. So I need everybody watching to give me a thumbs up. Um, Mama Shay, hello. I see you in the, I see you in the chat and uh, we're going to jump into this first topic. I'm going to call this L-G-O-D-B-T. I don't know. If so we're gonna talk about Kirk Franklin. <laughs> uh, man, so I'm just gonna read this quote by Kirk Franklin. He got on a show with uh, Clay Kane. Um, it's posted up on YouTube. I believe it was a serious radio show, though. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna read his quote, and then we're gonna have a little bit of a conversation about that. Uh, so he says, "Quote: We have not weaponized the Bible to cover up." a lot. We have to not weaponize the Bible to cover up a lot of times our homophobic views that have nothing to do with the Bible. A lot of people that maybe profess Christianity, they have views that are not even bibliocentric. It's their personal views that they do not understand, sometimes maybe the biology of homosexuality. And so they want to find a scripture to justify their own homophobic views. Um, you can't abuse people from a platform because that ain't love. That's not the gospel to take a microphone and weaponize it to hurt and condemn people. So, uh, I want to go to Marcus first. I want to ask you, like, what, 
were your feelings or thoughts when you kind of first saw this come out of Kirk Franklin? <laughs> Finally, somebody said it because really it just boils down to folks just, I feel like I said something like this last week, like folks get in these positions, they get, you know, these platforms, they get this power and they just want to just preach at it. They just want to use that to be like, you know what, what you're doing is wrong, but everything I'm doing is fine. You're doing it wrong. And this it's, it's foolishness. And I'm glad that you have somebody who's somebody who's a prominent figure who's calling them out, even though it probably may it may still kind of fall on deaf ears because the people don't like her fracking music. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um Andrea, I wanna come to you. I wanna ask how you're feeling about this. Um yeah, general general views, I guess, about about Carl Fran. We'll get into some deeper levels of this in a moment, but um, I guess just on the surface, how are you feeling about this? Oh, I'm glad that he actually came out and said something. Sometimes, like people, platforms, they don't use their voice. And it's like, people in the church, none of these have lived it and tell them when they're going wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, Brandon, are you kind of echoing the same thing? Are you feeling like uh, this is a good thing? Yeah, I think, no, I think it's a good thing. I think that um, it's good that he speaks out. It's also not necessarily surprising because he is one of the more liberal, I guess, Christian artists are more open. I don't know if liberal is the right word I want to use, but you know what I'm saying? He's not as conservative as probably we would think. And he got a lot of backlash, like Marx was saying with his music over the years anyway. So it it's not surprising that he would be that way given how his, his personality is, but it's still good that he did say something given his age and his also his position. Um, I just wish more people in his, you know, the same world or in the same age group was, or I, I guess in gospel or in uh, Christianity in general would say similar things. Cause like you get this platform, but then so many are like silent. I think only maybe like him and Yolanda Adams have really come out and been I don't necessarily want to say allies because I don't necessarily say if this is quite an ally thing right here, but just this vocal, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was I was happy to hear him say something, um, but I'm curious if uh, if you guys maybe had thought about like this. There's this whole thing about how we approach the church as the LGBTQ community. Um, there is sometimes criticism of us kind of staying in our our, I guess, original churches that maybe we had grown up in that may not necessarily feel positively towards homosexuality versus moving to a more inclusive church. And I'm curious what your guys' thoughts on that are. Um, I've gotten, I don't know, I guess I've just heard that, you know, it's just silly to a lot of people that we would stay in a church that, um, that I guess, for lack of a better word, hates us. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm curious how you feel about that. Um, Andrea, maybe let's start with you. Well, I'm all for moving on for a more inclusive church. I did that back home when I was actually going to church. But, you know, it all comes to like going to a new place and stuff. You always, you know, you feel like you need to feel welcome. If they're not giving it to you back um, at your home church, then I'm all for moving somewhere else. Actually accept you and uplift you. Because we all have nothing but yeah. 
queer folks in the choirs and directing and playing the tennis yeah. and stuff. Like y'all can love us for our musical taste, bring to you, but you don't value us as people. Right, right. Um, yeah, so I kind of I, I kind of feel the same way. Um, but I mean, I guess on some level, I, you know, I feel like there's a way that sometimes you can kind of take what you need from from somebody, um, from like a preacher or a pastor or somebody. So I wonder, maybe Marcus or Brandon, if you could speak to that, like, do you sometimes have to just understand that maybe the pastor is just a human being um, and, you know, you just kind of have to take take the good and leave the bad up <laughs> up on the pulpit. <laughs> maybe, um, Brandy, you can speak to that. Yeah. Okay. I think that's probably a lot of people, <laughs> probably a lot of people's expense. I mean, because this is the worst probably comparison, but like there's always, you won't agree 100% anything your pastor's going to say because you're different people. So I think it's just dependent. You have to kind of decide what things are you not going to agree with or allow or not. I guess ignore in a sense, you know, like what is is more important to you is I guess his message and everything else or their message, I guess, more important than them not affirming you in that way. But I do also think that um, the church in general, though, can be more communal in some ways than it can be even just about religion and about that fellowship with just Christian people. They can be like if it is your home church that you grew up in, in some instances, then it is also home as well. So might be why some people don't want to leave because it's where they've been for so long. Absolutely get though the need or the want to move on to better where you are affirmed and understood. Right, right. Uh, okay, so real quick, I'm seeing some chats here saying that we're having some technical difficulties. So I want to just do a quick uh, mic check for everyone, or at least you know let us know in the chat if you can hear us. Uh, can you hear? Can you hear Andrea? Yes, Just give us a yes or a no. Can y'all hear me if I say something? We can hear you. I can hear you. I think we can hear you on the stream. I hear you. I'm... Yeah. It's a... It was. <laughs> it was a little. It was a little shaky at first, but this is a little bit better now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we can hear you, Andrea. I think you're good. I mean, I think it's just you know. It is, it is, you know, it is what it is. It's the internet, so we kind of have to go go with the flow here. Um, so connected, uh, yeah, I think you're, you're just gonna have to have to roll with us for, for a little bit. Um, but of course, you know, if this is not working for you, then you can always come back to us next week. Um, so let's go into uh, your personal experience. Um, what has been your personal experience with dealing with the the church and like have you have you dealt have you had to deal with um any kind of issues in your own church or do you even go to church um let's start with marcus um so i guess i was one of those kids who i was always in the church when i was younger like going with my grandparents and stuff um so my home church was like a big thing for me, um, like in middle school, high school, stuff like that. But I haven't been back now in at least two years. Um, and I don't really have any intention of going back because the last time I went, um, it was Father's Day and decided to preach a sermon on why I gave it wrong. So 
that is a thing that even though that is, you know, like a space that I grew up in, space that I still know a whole lot of people in, and it's like right down the street from my house, I'm not going back. Um, I've been to a couple of inclusive churches in like this area, and I've enjoyed those. But if I'm being honest, I'm getting to the point now where I'm really so like questioning like my need to be in the physical church building because it's just like even even the inclusive church like I guess I'm still kind of scarred from from the other churches. I was like, oh, I don't even know how you want to be in here. So it's it's a thing of me trying to figure out, you know, what is my relationship with church in general. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, personally, I have not had many issues myself. Um, I have been to a few churches where maybe the pastor had some kind of cheating scandal going on or I had a, you know, in a different church, the pastor was talking about money all the time. So it was obvious that was his only goal. Um, but I've not had the homosexuality talk in any of the churches. So, I mean, I feel fortunate that I haven't had um, issues with that. But, you know, I, I think, uh, I think it's important. Personally, it's important for me to have um, some kind of a connection to faith and to Christianity, to my Christianity. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know. So I think we're gonna, I think we're just gonna move into our next topic. But before we do, I'm gonna talk about the Patreon because we're doing something a little bit different. Um, so I am trying to create a community. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I call y'all the bourgeois. So, you know, let's, let's make it, let's make it for real. <laughs> so starting to starting today, um, the lowest tier, uh, just $4 a month, you will be able to view our uh, after show splitting the bill. Um, so that's going to be starting with today's episode uh, and moving ahead. I'm also I've also created a uh, Discord channel so that we can all keep, to keep in touch with each other and talk about all the topics that we're talking about on the show and maybe some more. Um, you know, people who may have felt I'm doing this for people who may have felt maybe out of step with uh, with fitting in and maybe not having a group of friends kind of like what i went through i had talked about this i mean a few episodes earlier so if you ever felt like that join this group you know we're we're here and we enjoy the great things in life so i want you guys to check out the patreon it's a little bit new we've got some some new things going on and we've also got the gorge Bob brunch coming up so uh i have a link to that in the description below just sign up to our email list um only a few spots left uh, so let's move into the next topic. It's called, I'm calling this, I'm sorry, 2004. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually works because yes. that whole incident happened in 2004. So I was kind of surprised with myself Ooh. for that actually working. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to share, uh, this, let me see. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to share, uh, Justin Timberlake's. Uh, apology here lord <laughs> and i'm just gonna read a little bit of it Ooh, here we go. <laughs> so uh he says uh i am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem where i spoke out of turn and did not speak up uh i i understand that i fell short in these moments and in many others and benefited benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism 
I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care for and respect these women and I know I failed. Um, so, you know, he has, a, he has a long apology, but that's basically what he said uh, on Instagram. Hold on, let me, let me take this back. Okay, so Andrea, I wanna start with you. I wanna see, you like, how are you feeling about Justin Timberlake's apology? Do you, what do you think about this? Uh, never cared for him to begin with. But I just actually that framing Britney Spears documentary on Hulu. So I just, mm -mm, it's too little, too late for me. I'm glad he finally, you know, what he did and all that. But, like, girl, it's too late. Damage has been done. Everything that you said about these girls to throw them under the bus so your career can't excel, it's all been undone unless you're giving out money. You know, to help reimburse you, help reimburse Britney Spears. Money is the best apology. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. She left the no. I think she'll, <laughs> she'll be back. <laughs> I'm sure she'll be back. Um, but yeah, uh, I kind of, I, I kind of agree. I think you know, and you guys know, I am, um, I'm very. I give a lot of leeway to uh, to people who make apologies you know I, I give a lot of leeway to people sometimes but i think in this case it's like you had so long to say this and part of my issue is it's not necessarily because you listen to black people telling you that this was a problem you said this because of a response to britney spears issue so i have a little bit of an issue with that as well it's like you had so long so I don't know. I want you guys to jump in. Like Brandon, what are you thinking about this? So now I'm I'm curious because I guess I didn't pay that much attention. So he's only apologizing because the Britney Spears doc came out and everybody's on him about that. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it seems like because um, because there was some stuff that came up in the Britney Spears doc that he did, and now people are going after him because of that because of the whole like free Britney move and all that type of stuff. But he and he just I hate to say it like this, but he kind of just squoze Janet in there too. This is kind of <laughs> overall apology. But it wasn't really motivated by it wasn't really motivated by her. Yeah. I mean, so maybe he I don't know, maybe he doesn't feel like he's doing anything wrong. I guess my thing is like always with these delayed apologies. Kind of a lot of times we get or when we try to cancel people for stuff that's happened a long time ago. I think this is almost the reverse to an extent of that, where it's like he did something bad. A lot of people stopped fucking with him then, but he still continued to thrive and do whatever else. So yeah, I think like Andrea said, I don't know what apology does now. I mean, I guess it's great that you acknowledged it, but what are you <laughs> like? What what else is going to happen? Like, I don't. I guess all, the only thing it can be is money. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was like they said the team years ago. <laughs> like, it's been a while, and the it's Britney stuff had to be older than that, right? I don't, I don't know. know, I don't know. I didn't watch the Britney Spears thing. I don't know. I do want to, I do want to bring up uh, focus uh, chat here. He says these events are basically almost old enough to graduate yeah. high school. You know, they happened in, in two thousand four. It's like why, why, why so long? Why did this take so long? Um, now, Marcus, he... oh, go, ahead. go ahead. 
I was gonna say, I, he probably didn't think he did anything wrong, which is, I think, like, somewhere in his apology kind of said that, like, men with power, white men with power, you, it's just how you go. So that doesn't excuse anything, but I think he probably genuinely did not think anything was wrong or messed up, probably until recently. Right, right. Um, so, Marcus, you brought up a tweet in our DMs, in our host DMs, and I was just curious if you could... <laughs> address what was said and do you have it on you because because i do if you don't no i don't <laughs> i don't <laughs> okay so let me just pull up what uh what was said i forgot oh. what was said remind me <laughs> look remind me what was said because a lot of things have been said uh, wait where did i what did i do with it hold up see see <laughs> Let me see if I can find it real quick. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'll see if I can. Yeah, I must say, I don't know. I'm a, I think I know what you're talking about. Are you oh, talking about the interview? No, it wasn't the interview. It was some guy saying that something about uh, Janet Jackson Appreciation Day and people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so what was what was the gist of that? If you can just give give that to us. Oh, so, I think I found it. Was it the woke tweet or no? Yeah. yeah. I found it. Did you want me to say it or no? Sorry. Go ahead. Sure. I mean, it was tweet. a long tweet. So if you can just give it us a quick. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know about, let me read it because I don't paraphrase and I misquote the people. So <laughs> I just have a problem with Black Twitter all of a sudden being woke regarding this Justin and Janet situation. Y'all were the same ones in 2013, standing for Justin Timberlake's music while continuing to forget Janet even existed at all. Basically saying it's just fake and performative that we have Janet appreciation hashtags. It's just rooting in hatred for Justin than it is love for Janet. Um, true Janet fans just can appreci appreciate her all year round. So, yeah. right. Okay. So, Marcus, your response to that? Um, so, here's the thing. Even, even if this is just like, you know, fuck Justin. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> clearly he's done enough, clearly he's done enough to deserve that treatment. Um, I, I do well, let me back up. I don't think that that's what this is. I do think that there are people who are legitimately using this to celebrate Janet because her last name is Jackson. Come on, man. Like, I do feel like that it is really uplifting to Janet. It just so happened that it came about in a way and at a time where everybody is like against Justin. And I don't necessarily see anything wrong with that because like we brought up here, he did all these things, not just to Janet and probably not even just to Britney, too. Um, and he has been able to just kind of like skate by on it. So yeah, you know, it's like fuck him, but also it's like uplift the people who do the thing. I mean, who he has harmed along the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. um, you know, I mean, I get, I get what he's, I get the, I get the bandwagoning thing that he's trying mm -hmm. to uh, say in this. But I do think there are a lot of genuine Jack Janet Jackson fans. Who mm -hmm. were using that and just kind of yes. uplifting her? So I don't Absolutely. think it was necess it necessarily went that far, um, but yeah, you know, it's 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 a crazy it's a crazy situation. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think he's kind of I think he kind of has a point though because I can't remember because I guess because Justin has performed at the Super Bowl since then, right? I think that's what he said in the tweet that he's performed in like 2018 or something. I think he did actually. Did I think he did, and so it I was, can't remember. It was when I think it was when the crowd was like really dead and he was just kind of like dancing in the stands. <laughs> Maybe so. But I do know, though, if I remember correctly, though, Jan Appreciation, they did start like on the day of the Super Bowl in response to something he did or whatever. It, it was 
tied into that whole her not being remembered correctly or not being honored. So that's what it was. Now, she definitely deserves the respect. She's definitely a legend, deserves to be honored and uplifted. But I think he has a point, though. It did come from, like, let's honor her because she was wronged versus mm-hmm. let's just honor her because she's deserving. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I just, part of me kind of feels like that's how things go a lot of times. Like, yes, there are people who, you know, we need to be giving them their respect and their props regardless. But a lot of times we don't. We don't do that until we see that they're not getting what they should be getting. Like it's the whole, it's a lot of this is the idea behind a lot of like black like award shows things of that sort. They do this because you know they're not getting the highlight from quote unquote mainstream, even though they should be getting the highlight anyway. But we do it more as a reaction than being proactive. And I think yeah. that you know, that's that's just how it goes, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I do want to bring up. I think. Part of that tweet, at least, I believe, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, Brandon, was that, you know, we've been jamming to Justin Timberlake since ever since, but now all of a sudden we want to just jump on the yeah. hate Justin Timberlake train. So I want to talk about that. Like, have you guys, I mean, I feel like he's put out some bangers since, and we have kind <laughs> of been jamming to, I mean, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just going to be honest. I mean, I personally was still a Justin Timberlake fan. You know, I wasn't like, you know, I, I wouldn't call myself a stand, but I think he had some good songs. And, um, you know, I, I so I so I'm curious what you guys think about that. Like, you know, is this a is this a moment for separating the artist from the art or how do you feel about that? Do you think that's a little bit hypocritical for people to kind of like Justin Timberlake's music and then? <laughs> Um, okay. So I think if I remember right, part of the part of the tweet was like, you know, y'all was rocking out with Justin Timberlake like years and years ago. And people mm-hmm. had to bring up and I said and I said the same thing, like, we was like ten. <laughs> we were like kids when like a lot of us were like rocking to Justin Timberlake. Like I used mm-hmm. to love um what was the song? Some song that he had with T.I., which T.I. is a whole nother situation. But um, I used to love like that song he had with him and his song with Beyonce. But mm-hmm. again, I was a teenager. Like I didn't know, yeah. and most of us didn't know any better, to be honest. So you can't hold people fault for stuff they liked back then. And now, I mean, I haven't been rocking his music for real, but from what I've heard, it ain't really all that good to, you know, to push these people to the side. But yeah, you probably it's a better it's probably a better example of separating the art from the artist than somebody like a um uh uh R. Kelly or somebody. But still, music ain't good enough to be you have to go through all the mental gymnastics. Yeah, I think um I think we also need to look at it the like in context, like this whole Janet situation happened in two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. So most of his fan base was young. I mm-hmm. don't think that he necessarily shared a fan base of adults with Janet at that time. So I think most of us, like, at least for me, for my myself, I didn't necessarily view it in a way of him wronging her. I even I don't even think I knew about all the backlash that her career had suffered and everything else mm-hmm. until a few years ago on Twitter, honestly. Just I've never been super into Janet. Like love like love her and appreciate her as a legend, but I was never like a stan of her either. Right. So like I get I get like what Marcus is saying, like if he's still on the radio, then I mean, okay, we're gonna listen to it, cool. But I don't think that we've been like hardcore Justin fans either. Because me personally, I think I have, I feel like he kind of like, what is the word I want to use? 
I do feel like he has an appreciation for black music, but some of it is a bit pandering because he knows that what we enjoy to an extent. So I kind of side eye him for that as well, you know? So I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, look, go ahead, Marcus. You got something to say? Oh, no. I was just agreeing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was, I thought he had something, something on his mind. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, it looks like we lost Andrea. Um, but I'm waiting to see. I send her a text. We're gonna see if she can. We can get her back into the into the room. But we're gonna move on. Uh, so you know, I, I I'm tired of this topic at this point. <laughs> I think it's done. I hope it's done. I think it is. I think it is. But I don't look, think nothing is left. So if y'all don't know what we're talking about, we're doing a Gorilla Glue Girl update woman, on this topic. Gorilla woman. Glue gone. Like Beyonce said, grown well, woman. Yes, but I'm calling her. Well, I'm gonna. I just. I'm giving you the the title. You know, I'm no disrespect, but Tessica. I forget her last name. Brown. Brown. Tessica Brown. Um, her uh, gorilla glue is now gone. The gorilla glue is gone. <laughs> the hair is back. Ale. And we've got a conclusion to that story. But before we get to that. Let's jump into some of the stuff that had happened previously since we last talked. Well, previously on. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, do you guys think that she has a case against Gorilla? And I don't even know if this is still no. happening. But okay, you don't no. think so. And why not? No. Because basically she's doing Gorilla Glue. So I'm just letting the viewers know. Yeah. Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> now, 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 I will say she got on the on the internet and said that that was a lie. That she would never say that she was going to sue them people. The folks just okay. ran. Okay. Now, I will say that. Okay. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I take that back, man. Um, but no, I okay. So I did see a little clip of a video with her the other day where she was. I didn't watch all of it because I'm over. But she was pretty much like. I was at home. I think we talked about this a little bit before. You know, she didn't. She ran out of the got to be glue. Her oldest son was in her car. She was like, "I got this spray. Probably won't be as bad. I gotta do this, put this on real quick and then like wash it out when I get home." And she only came to the internet because she just needed some help. She didn't know what else to do. I, but girl, you can't read though. Like it's. I get that you. You know, when you want a quick fix, but sis, nothing on that bottle. <laughs> said this should be anywhere near your hair your skin your eyes like and it says that don't put it near your skin and your eyes like why do you think your hair was okay i wish i wish i had bought that gorilla glue that i saw so i could show y'all the bottle <laughs> <laughs> but we've seen that big ass warning and what it's like wood and metal and like girl nowhere on there is your hair on there <laughs> um so she also raised a lot of money on a GoFundMe. Some fools. Because <laughs> we was in the whole panty draws. Like, I just need to stop doing <laughs> GoFundMe on some dumb shit. Like, I got bills. I got debt. Look, I mean, I think we were all envious uh, to see how much money she raised for that. Um, yeah. Listen, uh, can I go really do a hat to my head or something? Like, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna be as generous the second time around because we already saw it play out. So you gotta do something else. 
You probably gotta give it a few weeks. Let us forget about her, and then like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, you know, she uh, also has merch and she also has a manager now. Um, now, yeah. when I saw that the money that she raised o- over $21,000, she is now <laughs> donating that to um, like a plastic hair restoration, or restoration organization or something. Organization. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think that's a good move. Um, good cause, first but then when I, you know, I see that she has merch and a manager, I'm like, okay, so maybe the manager was like, hey, you got to do something here. I don't know. I mean, was that, I mean, was, I, I mean, because I don't know that that was the uh, original cause of raising a GoFundMe, but maybe, I don't know, was it for hospital bills? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was for free or the hospital bills in, in the, her city where she it was. was. Yeah, she she was raising the money for the hospital bills because it's only like a thousand some dollars at first. But people gave way more than that. And then when she actually did get it happen, because it was I think it was I don't remember if he was black or just or African. But anyway, the doctor did it for free. <laughs> right, got you. Yeah. I, but I I guess I'm not mad at the manager thing because I do appreciate people in these times understanding I'm a meme, I'm a moment. Let mm-hmm. me capitalize on that, whatever that is. Like we saw where the money resides. He like, like trademarked it. He got merch out. He's been booked and busy. He's still, you know, inside doing club appearances. But that's neither here nor there. You're getting your money. So it's like I understand her doing that to make this could be a come up for her. Great, but this is a come up for something stupid. <laughs> but I will say a lot of people had come ups on something stupid. I mean, fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, my thing is, is I don't really, I, I don't really blame her completely for doing. I don't blame her completely for kind of making whatever out of out of uh, lemonade, you know, or out mm-hmm. of lemons, making lemonade yeah, out yeah. of it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a weird situation because. I don't know. It just it's like cause I, originally when I was when I was talking about this last week, it just seemed like the tone was very half play, half mm-hmm. serious. And mm-hmm. I was like, which way are we going to go with this? I mean, I'm saying coming from her. Now, really, my my biggest um, <laughs> my biggest criticism was really of Twitter doing their thing, like flip flopping, like mm-hmm. doing a complete one. That was really where the basis of my criticism was. Um, and on top of her initially doing something that was kind of stupid to her hair. But afterwards, like, if you got to make some money off of it, okay. Um, but now my question is, now that this is over, now that she, you know, she got the she got the glue out of her hair and this is over, like, where do we go from here? Like, how does she keep this thing going? Or how does she remain relevant after this? Because... It seems like if you have merch, if you have a manager, it seems like that's gonna be the, the next step. Yeah, the, next the plan. Step, trying to get this, trying to make a brand out of this, and I'm like trying to figure out how exactly does that happen. Do you guys have any idea? No. Well, so real quick, because the comments, um, they said she's like might be functioning illiterate. She's not illiterate because she's actually a teacher. So that is correct that they come out. Um, but I don't know, because this is weird, because like I just go back to the most recent example where the money resides. He's like openly embracing that. And that's a catchphrase that, you know, has caught on and slashed. And that's great. 
But for her, she's like, she wants to deny being called Gorilla Glue Girl. She wants y'all to know her real name, Tessica Brown. And that most people are not going to just know that name that doesn't have like a catchy ring to it or whatever. So I don't know what you're going to do. If you want to like separate yourself from what got you famous, then I don't think you can sustain the fame. Right. You know? Right. <clears throat> Marcus, any thoughts on that? You say you have no clue. <laughs> At the focus. I mean, because some people were trying to get her to kind of like, uh, oh, focus in on the, um, you know, make this a, make this a bag, you know, steal some hair, hair products, and people like, oh, I'm the <laughs> hair products from sister put the come, come on, come on. So I don't know how you could possibly turn this to a positive. I appreciate and I can respect her trying, but that is something for some marketing experts to figure out. That is not my ministry. That is not my mind. <laughs> to be honest, you probably should have kept that 20k and tried to flip that. But I appreciate you being, I appreciate you donating. That's cute. But I get it. But I get it because she was going to be dragged for the rest of time if she didn't do well, something beneficial. I got a bag of y'all. Well, you know, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I don't know if she would be dragged if she didn't do it. I mean, I feel like it's a, I feel like it does more for her that she donated brand wise. But the people gave her the money and she got the, yeah. I mean, she got the, she lucked out with finding a doctor who would just do it for free. Mm -hmm. um, but she could have kept it, I think. If she just, she yeah. could have quietly kept it. And, Absolutely. you know, but the thing is, you know, you got to be quiet about it. That's the thing. Um, yeah, but I can't, I can't fault her for, I mean, I can be mad at her for making a GoFundMe, but I can't fault her for like exceeding, you know, <laughs> like a thousand times over what she originally wanted. Like you wanted 1500 and you got 20, over 20K. I can't be mad at her for that. Yeah. That's good. Um, I do think in, you know, in my crazy imagination, she has to create some kind of drama out of this. Right. So this is what I'm thinking. What she has to have a she has to have a villain. Sorry. She has to she has to cast like a villain hairdresser who sprays gorilla glue. <laughs> She's gonna make bad hair part two. <laughs> But that's what has to happen. Bad. She needs to be like, you know, she needs to have like, you know, part two in order to make this like a thing. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, people are just going to forget about it. No, but, but what if she... what though, honestly, truthfully, I would probably watch that. I would probably watch that just to see what happens. Well, look, uh, Tessica Brown, I'm giving you the storyline. So just roll with it if you need to, girl. Um, but there was some, um, I think we touched on this a little bit last week. There was some conversation about, like, she did all this and we should be understanding because, you know, Black women and their hair, it's important and it's very cultural and she has to look right. And I was like, I hear you when I get all that, but this wasn't what you should have used. Like, I could give you that ex example or that reasoning for, like, probably anything else. Like, not Gorilla Glue. <laughs> and I get it. I get it. I think I'm kind of with you on that. And but I get the I get the sympathy and I get the stupidity. So I think, like we said last time, it's a, it's a bit of both. Personally, that's just how that's just kind of how I see it. Um, but amen. Her hair was still intact. I'm surprised she had all the hair yeah. under there. Amen. I'm surprised they were able to salvage that much. Right. Hello? Right. So um, I'm looking at these these chats. They were they were kind of <laughs> going in a little bit. Um, Connected says she should she should have taken the twenty thousand to Vegas and doubled it. <laughs> Listen, 
<laughs> Who said she can gamble? She might have lost. She might have lost it for real. Let me see. Focus is saying I'm a little more lenient on making the GFM two. What is GFM? GoFundMe. Oh, okay. For God, I've been, <laughs> I've been to the on. ER before that. It ain't cheap. So yeah, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> um, all right. So so yeah. Uh, so now I did I did uh, talk to our guest host. She's having a internet outage in her neighborhood. Oh, no. Perfect timing. Uh, so you know she can. I, I just told her you know she can come back and join us yeah. when when she gets back up and running. And mm -hmm. you know if not, we'll do like a little you know Instagram live or something. Uh, so we'll make sure that we get a conversation at some point. Um, but I do want to move on to our last topic here that we have. Uh, I think this one's going to be interesting. I'm calling this <laughs> "How many likes does it take?" So let me share. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's hilarious. Uh, so let me share this tweet. Okay, so here we go. If you're in a relationship and you're leaving comments like drooly face, heart face, under other men's pics, and liking 20 of their pics in a row, it's cyber cheating. Call it for what it is. Right. So, guys, how are you feeling about that? Brandon, let's start with you. I feel like you have some thoughts. Wow, I do. Um, I don't think it's cyber cheating. I, I think it's a little disrespectful, a little, um, to me, it would bother me. I would be uncomfortable with it if my man was like Julie Face and Hard Eyes. And I guess, but also the liking 20 pictures in a row, normally if you like a bunch of pictures in a row, you're trying to get attention, Like you, but you want them to DM you before you DM them. So it doesn't look like you really started it. So yeah, that's definitely moving sideways. But I wouldn't say it's cheating. I just I feel like it's um, it can lead to or it can get to a point of like further beyond just an emoji or liking of pictures, whatever else. But also, I think we got to remember that some people's relationships are um, more open and not necessarily just because they are open, but just are more understanding or allow certain things. So it depends on what you two or three or five or whatever have agreed upon, what works for y'all. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I hear you. <laughs> I think what we're talking about is a monogamous relationship. You can be monogamous with three, four people. Okay. But yeah. it's. <laughs> but I got it. Okay. So two That's people. That's not what together. this dude was talking about, though. That's all I'm saying. So, so two people in a monogamous relationship. I got you. Is this cheating? <laughs> <laughs> to me, no. Will it get you cussed out? Yes. <laughs> I think it's cheating, personally. I mean, I don't know how you feel, Marcus. I feel like Marcus and Brandon are kind of on the same page. Um, we'll come to you, but, Marcus, because I see yeah, your face. So how's this cheating to you, then? <laughs> because, okay, so it's it's one thing to go through your Instagram feed and just like a few pictures of different people. It's another thing to go to one person's Instagram feed, one person's profile and like a bunch of their pictures and leave a bunch of comments under their pictures. That's mm -hmm. what I think is the issue. And that to me is cheating. That to me is like leaving the door open, like, hey, DM me or something, because I'm interested. You know what I'm but saying? But is it? Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, yeah, if you're in a relationship, that's really not appropriate. I get that's not appropriate, but is it 
is the liking in the comments itself is that cheating or is it what it can lead to the cheating part i mean like if you're out with if you're out flirting with people is that not cheating i mean like like if you're if you're out with the boys or you know if you're let's let's talk about it in the heterosexual sense because <laughs> for us we're always out with the boys <laughs> But like, if you're out and you're not with your significant other, you're out with your friends, and you know you're just talking to, you're talking to random, random yeah. people, and you're flirting with them. Is that not cheating, or is it only cheating when you when you start kissing or when you start, you know, having sex? I feel like I feel like it is cheating when you're kind of putting putting feelers out there. Uh, okay, so I want to go. I'm going to come okay, to Marcus think, in a minute. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your thought, and then we'll go to Marcus. We can go to Marcus first. We go. To Marcus. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Okay, so I don't know how I read this at first, but whatever reason, I did not see the comment part, like the comment, the smiley face and stuff on people's pictures, because I was fully ready to be like. Well, no, because I know plenty of people in relationships that like other, like, like other yeah, dudes. Yeah. Like, that's that's almost normal. But I do think that when you get to where you commenting on people's pictures and stuff, like, that's, uh, that's kind of pushing it. I'm not going to call it straight up cheating, because for mm -hmm. me, it's not cheating until there's, a, like, until there's an action, until, like, there's, like, physical action. You making out, you fucking, you doing something. But it's too close for comfort for me that you leaving comments on the people pictures because to me that says that you're fishing for a response. So yeah. I'm like, uh, I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't go so far as to call it cheating, but I wouldn't like it. And yeah. then if you continue to do things that I don't like, then we're going to have a problem. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, because I think the commenting in and of itself is not cheating. I think. But it still is inappropriate. I think it absolutely leads the door too. But even the going out and flirting, I don't men are flirts and I'm not excusing it. I just understand how men are. <laughs> so like I I some some of it is defeating ego. Some of it is cause you're bored. Some of it's cause you got a few drinks. I don't think there's anything wrong with like a a like you can harmlessly flirt and not want to do more. You get what I'm I saying? Mean, so yeah. my thing is it's yeah. like it's a it's a difference when you know you kind of do a, do a, like a little wink to the waiter at the table when you're with your significant other. Okay, and now that's, that's different. It. Now you said he was out with the boys. Now, well, see, I'm now just I gotta saying, you in like I'm just trying to compare like the situations because it's different than just like one flirt or like continuous flirting. Because I feel like when you're when you're doing all that, you are stepping away from your relationship for a moment to try to pursue something with somebody else whether and and i don't know that's just me i feel so, like i feel like it counts as cyber cheating I, that so that's just okay so okay so you're in a relationship and you find somebody else attractive it's just you just leave it there you just look at them and then keep it pushing if i'm in a relationship and i find somebody attractive do i just <laughs> keep it pushing? yeah i'm I'm saying you just notice they're attractive and then that's it. Like nothing else. Like no. no. I mean, I do that all the time already. 
But no, 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 you got to be. I'm gonna say it's got to be in a relationship because that's the only way you can get to the cheating um, aspect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if somebody, if I were in a relationship, and somebody flirt, because first of all, I have not been in that situation. Um, <laughs> but if I were in a relationship and I guess somebody came up to me and was kind of flirting or whatever, you know, maybe I'd entertain it for a second. But you, you know, just just to, just to kind of appease, just to kind of appease it. But I'm not, I, huh? But by, so your, you by your definition, no, you that's that's a little bit different because that's like, <laughs> look, because you didn't start it. No, because online don't. is online <laughs> is different because I feel like even if somebody jumped into your DM, that was all I did from in Okay, so look, this is how it's different. Because if somebody jumps in your DMs, you have the opportunity to just not respond at all. If you're in person, you in person. it's a little bit harder to just be like, to just be rude right. or like, you know, it's like, oh, ha ha, okay. And then you keep it moving when you're in front. You know what I'm saying? I want to go to the chat because I feel Why like... Don't deflect. But ha ha ha, okay is not entertaining it to me. That's like a, a brush off. Mm-hmm. So I thought you meant like you were actually flirting back. Okay. No, I don't know. I guess, well, yeah, that's what I meant. But Okay, so to me, though, cheating is anything that you like, you cannot tell your partner about to me. So that's why I feel like the out and out, because it's still a public forum. So if you leave well, me a I mean, comment. Are you, are you telling your partner that, hey, I just liked 20, com- tw- like 20 pictures of so-and-so? No, and like I said that was disrespectful, but I don't think it's cheating. <laughs> it's a, it's a fine line. It's a, it's right there. We we right there on it. But it's <laughs> all right, y'all. Let <laughs> me go to these comments <laughs> because they have a lot of interesting things to say, and I don't want to leave that out of this conversation. So connected is saying context matters. If you're in a group and you give someone a compliment, that is one thing. You cross a line when you move into flirting and or touching. Um, Ty McKinney saying, I think it opens the door to cheating, uh, in my opinion. Um, Mama Shay, I'm trying to see what, what comments she had here. Cause there was one, she said that the tweet was conflating disrespect with cheating. Um, so she kind of agrees with you guys. I don't know. I think I might be the only one who is really feeling like, I feel like it's cheating. Don't do it. It's cheating. Don't do it. It's like it's not. It's not. There's no disrespect slash cheating. There's it's it's cheating. Don't do that. It's, it's you know. So that's just how I. That's just how so I. So cheating feel. Like, to you is. <laughs> no, I'm saying so. Cheating to you is entertaining anybody that is not you. It's yeah, basically. Okay. If you're if you're if you're going after if you're going after somebody, and I feel like if you're liking if you're going to a profile liking twenty pictures and leaving multiple comments, that's pursuing somebody if you're pursuing somebody that's cheating okay i understand that yeah that's kind of how i feel but um but yeah you know maybe we can have a little more (laughs) spirited conversation about this in the after show (laughs) because i see i'm on the outside of the hosts and the viewers and everybody so i want somebody else who's watching this on the replay to give me a thumbs up if y'all hear what i'm saying but at least you, I mean, but you do agree that with the person who tweeted it. So, I mean, and people retweeted it. So you're not alone. There are people who agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's uh, I think that's everything that we have for y'all today. So I do want you guys to join us on the Patreon. Join us in the Discord chat, the new Discord chat that we've set up. Um, watch us on Splitting the Bill as well. I'm Jared D. King. We, I'm here with Brandon Harris-Williams and Marcus Haynes. I'm going to put our uh, social media up on the screen. Uh, we also had Andrea Mandovi uh, up here with us as well. I'll put her up on the screen. Uh, hopefully, we can get a conversation with her uh, at a later date. But you can follow her there as well at Andrea Mandovi. And uh, I believe it's time for our toast, everyone. Raise a glass. Sorry, I'm jotting notes for the after show, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> oh, I think we'll look <laughs> No, you got work to do. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So until next time, be careful what you say because the boys will brunch. Take care. Did you refill this tweet? Me or him? No. Jared. Oh, okay, okay. Look. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. <laughs>